Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Shadows of the Night by Pat Benatar, our artist of the day. It's her 70th birthday. That makes me feel old. Because like, I remember watching her as a kid. Yeah, it makes me feel old as well. This is a banger, though. See, it was a good choice. It's not David Bowie, bro. You picked Pat Benatar over David Bowie. I'm sure, we'll get to David Bowie at some point. Weak sauce. Uh, but let's get to uh, SU assistant coach Alan Griffin uh, as we uh, talk some Q's basketball. Now, Griff, always great to have you on. How are you today? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing well. So I guess before we uh, jump into Virginia Tech, let's talk about the last game, uh, the loss at Virginia. It was uh, you know a game where they came out red hot. Uh, you guys dug us yourself a, a little bit of a hole and uh, made a nice comeback in the second half, ended up coming up seven points short. What do you take away uh, from that game uh, as a coaching staff? Basically, we can't uh, dig ourselves a hole. I, I think that's about three straight games where we just dug ourselves a hole and we had to, you know, make these comebacks. And, um, you know, if you want to win in this league, you, you can't hurt yourselves. And I, I just thought that, um, you know, the Virginia game, we missed four or five bunnies uh, right at the rim. Jesse missed a dunk. Joe missed two point blank layups, you know, so forth, so forth. So, um, when you, when you want to win a game like that on the road against a, a top 15 team in the country, you just can't hurt yourselves. And, and I just thought in the first half, we hurt ourselves. You mentioned Jesse and he's uh, in your player position. What did coach Beheim call them a mystery after the Virginia game? What, what is going on with him and it, why is he struggling to score around the basket? Yeah, I, I, you know, teams are being much more physical and they're taking away what he does best. And that's, you know, him, his ability to roll to the basket and catch the ball on the move. So now he's catching the ball flat-footed and teams are pushing him out way out of, you know, his comfort zone. And it's just making, you know, life difficult for him. So, you know, he, he has to make the adjustment um, as a player. You know, I, I think coaches, we you know, we designed some stuff that we're going to kind of go to to kind of get him back to getting on a move. Hopefully that'll help him um, put position himself to catch the ball a little bit closer to the basket. And, and and, 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 and then, you know, ultimately it's, it's, it's up to him to, you know, put the ball in the basket. Uh, he's missed a lot of, you know, going back three games now, Boston College, Louisville, and, and, and Virginia. He's missed a lot, some shots that he normally would make with a dunk, with two dunks being uh, two shots that he missed. So, again, you, you know, he, he just got to step up to the plate uh, and, and deal with the physicality of what teams are trying to do to him. And uh, I think he'll be fine. You know, Griff, you mentioned uh, the slow start against Virginia, and, and we have we've seen that uh, you know several times this year, getting off to a slow start. Do you, do you have a reason for it? Is there, is there something as a coaching staff you could put your finger on as, as to why we've seen some of these slow starts uh, of late? The only thing I could put you know put my hand on my finger on, excuse me, is it's probably youth. Um, uh, it, it just some just some of it. Early on, too, is inexperienced. Um, you know, like the handoff with John Bowl. That's just unfortunate. You know, you can't start the game up with the possession and, and turn the ball over. And you know, you know, yeah, Virginia did. A, they made a good play on the ball, but you know, we got to be a lot more sharp coming coming out of you know a huddle and executing our game plan. Um, and that's just not to call John Bowl out. That's just to point, you know, pinpoint why I think 
you know, we get off to slow starts and then, you know, our concentration level kind of as the game goes, uh, it, it kind of starts to tune in and where's to we need to have that concentration level at the beginning and from the very start. Uh, and, and, and I can attribute that to a little bit of just youth and, and, and experience. Uh, John Bull got the start because Benny Williams w- was out. Uh, you know, you're back at it tomorrow night. Uh, can you bring us up to date with Benny? Is he back practicing again? Do you expect to see him in uniform tomorrow night? Do you have an update on him? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think so. I, I think uh, with Benny, it's game, you know, game by game, day by day. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, he, he's been sick. Uh, and it's just one of those things where we just got to, you know, wait it out. Uh, so, but I, I think we got a great medical staff who's attending him and, and putting him in the best situation as possible in terms of his recovery. And, you know, we just got to wait. I thought Malik Brown came in and gave us a tremendous effort. Um, you know, and, and we just got to, you know, what, you know, all hands on deck. And if Benny can't go, then we just got to kind of fight it out again. You know, you, you mentioned Malik Brown providing some good minutes and, you know, Justin Taylor going home and, and playing, uh, you know, in front of the, the family and friends in Charlottesville. He did some good things. He's done some good things this year. Chris Bell made some shots. Are, are you are you seeing, you know, and Judah's been there all year, obviously. Are you seeing the freshmen, in your opinion, start to, you know, get to that point in the season where the cliche is they're not freshmen anymore? Are you, are you seeing them starting to get more and more comfortable? And, and do you feel like they're progressing at the rate that you would like to see them progress at as a whole? Yeah, definitely. We, we, we as a whole, um, our team has get, gotten better. Um, and the, the one thing about it is, is that we, we need to continue to get better. We need to get a lot better, you know, within the next couple of weeks because, you know, we got some really good teams coming in here and then we have to go on the road and play some really good teams. And uh, uh, it's one of those things where, uh, again, you know, with our, you know, with all the young players, we our antennas have to be up all the time and right from the tip. And, and that's just something that these guys are starting to learn and starting to figure out. And when when they can, when we can come out and, and really attack from the, the, the opening tip, that's where you know our team is really concentrated and headed in the right direction. So we, we kind of got to, you know, get to that point. But to answer your question a little bit, too, is um, I think our guys, are, a lot of those guys are getting better. Um, you know, they're not freshmen anymore. They got enough game experience, the guys that you that you talked about, and uh, we just got to continue to keep getting better. You know, Griff, you look at this opponent tomorrow, uh, Virginia Tech, and, uh, you know, they had high expectations coming into the year, and it hasn't quite gone the way they expected. They're 1-4 and four in conference play, but... You, you look at, you know, the results. Like, the, the record is one thing, but the results. They lose in overtime to Boston College. They lose by two to Wake Forest. They lose by three to Clemson, who's un, unbeaten in the league. They lose by four to NC State in another game that went down the wire. They've played a lot of close games. They just they haven't gone their way. What, what can you tell us about Virginia Tech, and what stands out to you about this Hokies team? Well, they, they have a uh, an experienced team. Uh, they start, I think, with four seniors and a junior. Um, they bring experience off the bench, um, and, and, and then they got some really good key uh, first-year players. Um, they're a very good team. They're well coached. Uh, the one thing that they do, they put three to four guys out there all the time that can make you know shots from the perimeter. Uh, and then they got you know Mutz, who's a, night, a matchup nightmare inside. He can play on the perimeter as well as play inside. So um, you know they they have a really really experienced team. 
uh, with guys that can really stretch the floor. So that's what makes it difficult for us. You know, we, we've played, you know, really good defense, uh, and we've gotten to shooters, uh, throughout the year. And we just got to make sure, make a concentrated effort, uh, to be in there on the catch with, you know, with this Hokie team because they can really fill it up. Griff, what do you make of this conference as a whole? You've got Clemson leading the way, five and zero. Uh, you know, Miami and Pitt next in line, and then the you know the the big boys that we all expect to be at the top: Virginia, Duke, Carolina, all at three and two. You're at three and two. Wake's at three and two. Uh, Florida State. It seems like this conference is wide open. What do you make of the league so far? Yeah, uh, you know, part of it is is uh, this that the conference is young. I mean, you look at Duke. I mean, Duke they got a bunch of freshmen. You look at us; we got six freshmen and a and a sophomore transfer. You know, when you kind of look across the league, there's a lot of youth. Um, and, and and what's happening is is that it's 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 starting to play better. Uh, you know, the teams are starting to get better as the season progresses. So, um, and then the, the teams that's at the, the top, you know, they have the experience. You know, Virginia is just, you know, ahead of both shoulders to me uh, over everybody in the league just because, again, their experience, but also, too, um, you know, they, they got shooting, they got size inside, they got guard play. Uh, so um, I, I just think that the league is, is starting to play, actually play better, got got to a slow start, but starting to play better now because the freshmen are starting to understand what it takes to winning at this level throughout the league, not just our team. All right, and last one for you, you know, as we look ahead to this game tomorrow against Virginia Tech, you, you touched on the Hokies, what makes them so dangerous. Uh, with that in mind, give us the, the keys to this tomorrow. What does it come down to? I think uh, the key to our season is what we can do on the defensive end. Can we be there on the catch, make guys take tough shots? That's going to be my answer all year, but also to just rebounding. I think, um, you know, being able to go into Virginia and, and out-rebound them, that shows improvement in that area. So we just got to make sure we can kind of get to those two things, and, and I think the offense will take care of itself. Yeah, plus seven on the glass against Virginia on Saturday. Uh, seven o'clock tip uh, tomorrow night inside the Dome, Syracuse and Virginia Tech. Griff, as always, appreciate the time. Good luck tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, fellas. All right, Alan Griffin, SU assistant coach. And with that, we're up against the top of the hour. Phone lines open until 1.30 at 315-437-7644. And uh, stay tuned. We do have some uh, tickets to give away coming up in hour number two to the game tomorrow. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.